Therapist, and welcome back to another episode of Self Therapy. This is your host, Daniel Dunn, and today's topic of discussion. Okay, so I actually just got finished with my one of my favorite shows of all time. The show's name is Bojack Horseman, and I don't know a lot of people that watch it, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today in hopes that I can get everything that I have, all the ideas I have off of my chest. Nothing new, fun, or exciting is happening for me, really. Um, except I just got done with BoJack. Um, I just set up my housing stuff for college. If I didn't, I'm going to GSU. That's a slay. Um, if I haven't already seen the previous episode. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's all right now. That's all I could think of. But, um, if you hear a bird quacking, I was not going to say anything, but it's like I'm outside, Yana, because I sometimes record my podcast in my car. But if you hear a bird quacking, ignore it, please. But you're probably never going to hear it. Anyways. So, I just want to talk about BoJack Horseman. It's a really, really, really good show. Like, it's up there. And when I say up there, I mean, like, it's Euphoria Season 1 level, like, good show. Like, the plot is so well played from Season 1 to Season 6. The animation is so good. Like, real-life topics, situations, scenarios. It's just, the show is so good. And also what I'm learning is when I was when I was listening back to my podcast previously, when I was editing it, I was thinking to myself and I was like, I need to like take some time and think about what I'm saying in my podcast before I say it, because I, I listen and I'm like, I could have said this like way differently and not in like a bad way. Like I'm talking about it's so not going to said it differently, but more of in a I could have articulated my words more. Because I was, like, talking so fast, I guess, because I was trying to get all, all off my chest. But I think I'm just going to, like, take it slower now. There's always, like, the speed button, and you can, like, speed me up if I'm going too slow, but... Or you can slow me down if I'm going too fast, but... Anyways, I just want to, like... I just want to start with Season 1. So, Season 1, it's basically... I don't... Basically, it's just about, like, Bojack, and it's introducing him as a character. It's introducing, like, his friends, his love interest, all, like, his backstory and stuff like that. I think I just want to... This might be a short episode, because I just want to, like, go over why... I just want to go over, like, everything that's been on my chest. So, the number one thing that's been on my chest since I finished it, which, for, like, the tenth time... I feel like this is the first time, though... I've actually, like, sat back and really, like, watched it, watched it, and not just, like, had it as background noise or something while I was cooking or whatever. This is, like, the first time I literally sat down and I read the closed captions and I was, like, I was, like, getting the vibes, getting the feels for the show. And the ending, like, almost, like, took me out. Like, it, it felt like I was getting... Because this is, just to, just a spoiler alert as well. Oh my gosh, there's people in the coming. Just a spoiler alert as well. There was, um, th- th- that's literally all this episode is. It's just one big spoiler alert. But, um, the ending was when Bojack, well, technically Diane ended the friendship with Bojack. And 
that was so um that was so interesting to me because you would have never thought it to happen and i guess i never even realized that it did happen until until the very end but yeah so you i just never really even saw their friendship coming like i never really saw it coming to an end until the last one when diane was like yeah like it's been cute some people are meant to like shape you up as a person but not meant to stay in your life forever and i didn't realize she was breaking up with him all those times i watched it until like this time i watched it and i was like oh my gosh wait i was like that's why it ends up so sad i'm like why why were they looking so sad because i've never really fully like grasped the concept of them breaking off their friendship and it was like so it was such a melancholy feeling because diane was, has been so like emotionally traumatized by bojack and all of his um addictive habits such as drugs and just always being under the influence and that can take like a real toll on the people that are close to you and around you like your friends your relatives and things of that matter because they never know if they're going to see you tomorrow so it's kind of like I really do understand where she's coming from. And I understand because, also spoiler alert, Bojack went to jail towards the end for all the stuff he did. But it's going to be interesting. Well, I said it's going to be interesting, but we're not going to see him ever again. But it it should be interesting for him once he does get out of jail. Because even, like, he was dancing with Princess Carolyn. He was like, I'm going to need, like, an agent to represent me. And she was like, oh, okay, like, I'll try to find you somebody good. Like, I know a couple people or something like that. And that was very interesting because that means that she's not going to represent him anymore. But um, I also find it, it's just so, the whole entire last season was so interesting to me. And I also find it very interesting because I was kind of like, as I watched it, because before I was rooting for like Princess Carolyn and Judah, and I was even this time watching it around, but then I really started to think about it. And I was like, I don't know, because I was kind of rooting for her in the mouse. I don't know. It was just something that was so, like, because, you know, like, the stereotypical mouse and cat hate each other because, like, the cat eats the mouse usually. It was just so interesting for them to, to see, like, the writers of the show go against the stereotype and for them to pair the cat and the mouse and for them to work mostly well together, I guess. But the thing is, I understand why Princess Carolyn chose, like, Judah over... I don't even know the mouse's name, but, like, I feel like if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. I understand why Princess Carolyn chose the mouse, I mean, the uh, Judah over the mouse. Simply because, like, she's a girl boss. Like, she's the boss. She was born to be a boss. Like, she's been her own boss for quite some time now. And it's hard. I've. It's very hard for somebody of her personality type to be paired with another person that is on the same level of um ownership of responsibility of bossmanship is that a word i don't know but it's really hard to be cooperative with somebody that's on the same level as you so i understand why she ended up marrying her assistant because it's kind of like she has some kind of like not power but she has some kind of say over what he does because she's just so used to that in a sense but i also i love todd's story for so many reasons as many probably as many reasons as i also hate his story i hate how he never even towards the end 
he never got to be like rich rich he was more of just like a very like steady stable like i have money if i need it type of person having money and it's just so interesting to me because you know like he was he's a millionaire like he's made millions of dollars but somehow every every single time that he like had a valid plan to make a lot of money it either like fell through or um he would like give away the money or the money would um or the project would go down the drain there's something of the sort literally every single time and it's so it was a bit frustrating to watch for sure but i feel like Towards the end, I, I was just happy for him that he was able to get in that relationship with Maude, which was his girlfriend, even though he is asexual. Like, they're basically the same person, like, same way of thinking, same, just same everything, and I love that for them. That was really nice to see. That was one of the good things that we ended off with. I'm also ha so happy about that beach scene. I feel like it provided, like, on the last episode, I feel like it provided a lot of us with closure because... Todd and Bojack's relationship pre him almost dying was not was, they weren't on the best terms and to see that they're not like at, to see that they're at least on speaking terms now makes I know at least me personally the viewer feel a lot better about you know the ends of the, the end of the series not just leaving that friendship like open-ended and not closing it off or giving us closure the one thing that they did not offer us closure on is hollyhock's letter now i'm all for a little drama a little suspense a little you know all that stuff but i feel like they could have at least given us a hint towards what she had wrote, written in that letter because it's so interesting and i feel like it's so like you know what happened because she literally blocked him and wrote him a letter and when you block someone or not even blocked him she literally got a new phone number and you know when stuff like that happens that it's kind of like a yeah she cut you off like you're done like you're through like she does not like she never wants to get in contact with you ever again that's understandable so it's like bojack got the closure but me as a viewer i did not get the closure because he got to read the letter but i didn't but whatever was in the letter was enough to make him relapse and i feel like everybody was like what was in the letter was just like her telling him that she doesn't want to speak to him anymore but i feel like there's something there was something more to the letter than just that because i don't think that that itself because he kind of already knew that she didn't want to see him again but there should there there had to have been something more to the letter to the letter because he relapsed not a day or a week after that but he relapsed like like two minutes later so there had to be some pretty harsh words in there to make him want to do that but can we just like talk about princess Kayla for a second i i genuinely like i have like a genuine heartfelt like i love that character she's such she's like one of the best her and diane are two of like the best character development characters i've ever seen on any tv show ever like the way they are persistent with their storyline and coming overcoming their um overcoming their fears their obstacles just all of it it's just such, they're like such good examples for upcoming writers if you like need 
I feel like if you need an example of good character development, Diane and um, Princess Carolyn are such good examples because of like you can like tell from Princess Carolyn's upbringing from like her childhood, her mom staying with those free people, the abortion, whatever, whatever. That her um, middle age years when she was like sleeping with Bojack and making all these mistakes and she was trying to move up the ladder in her career to now where she's like at the top of her career. She has a child. She has a husband. She like all her dreams were fulfilled. It might not have been the time in which she wanted to fulfill them, but at the end of the day, they're still fulfilled. And I, I love that for her. And it's so nice to see that. It was so nice to see that she got married and she did have the kid. It might not have been by 40 like she wanted to have it by, but she still got it at the end of the day. And I feel like that's what really matters. And also Diane, I'm so happy to see that she got married and it was with a guy that can, I don't want to say handle her because I feel like that's kind of disrespectful, but in a way that can like understand her deeper than when because you know how like she's known to make depressing remarks and things of the matter and have very strong choices um view choices on the world so i'm happy she, happy she found a guy that's willing to like take his time with her and kind of like understand where she's coming from when she makes these random like not they're not random but when she makes these comments and remarks that was very nice to see the Herb Kazaz tidbit was also very interesting to me because it's interesting to think about how, like, that was really Hollywood back then. Like, the fact that, I don't know. And then what really struck me was the apologies. I I didn't even know. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I didn't even know you could apologize or accept, accept an apology the way that Herb and Todd accepted the apology from Bojack. When they were both, like, basically telling him that, yes, I'm going to, like, accept your apology, but I'm not going to forgive you. Like, I hear you, I understand you, I know where you're coming from, and I talked about this on my previous episode. I hear you, I understand you, I know where you're coming from, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to give you that closure that you think that you need in order to move on in order to think that you're going to grow to be a better person because you've obviously been given the chances to become a better person time and time again and yet you're still not taking those opportunities you're still not taking those chances you're still not taking time to sit down and do reflection and realize what you are realizing you're just not doing and that's the problem and I feel like Herb and Todd were two of the first people to realize that about Bojack and they just they gave up and they're like i'm not gonna accept your i mean i mean i'm not gonna forgive you if you're just gonna keep on doing the same thing over and over again and that was totally adequate on their part for bojack's character so sarah lynn's performance was very i said performance i mean like just her character and overall it was very interesting to me, and one of the times I truly did feel like Bojack was not a good person was when he knew that Sarah Lynn was sober for however long she said she was sober, and he called her and asked her did she want to get drunk just because he wanted to get drunk. Because he probably knew that she was probably one of the only person that could match him in terms of drinking and how far he would go in terms of getting drunk. 
So it's very interesting to me. It's very interesting to me um, that he would he would even invite her on such. Uh, I mean, of course, he didn't know that was going to turn into what it turned into. But it's so interesting to me what he what he did and how it turned out. And I feel like that's like one of the main lessons he should have took away from that whole entire thing. But not only did he do that to Sarah Lynn, he also did that to his therapy horse. So it's like, you've done this to multiple people. You obviously haven't learned your lessons. Being sober is not learning anything. And it's like childhood trauma is only gonna get you so far. Like, I'm so sorry. But you saying that your mom and dad made you this way, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, yes, it's going to excuse some, like, minor to minor, minor to mid stuff, but, like, this major stuff of you literally having, like, people relapse and ruin their lives, if not, like, kill them, that's not childhood trauma. That's something that you're inflicting on these people, not that your parents inflicted on you and then you inflicted on them. Like, yes, it caused your dam- you damage and you um, put this damage on other people, but at the end of the day, it's like you have to learn to take some type of responsibility for your own actions. Like, even I, like, have parent tra- childhood trauma, but it's like, at the end of the day, I'm not going to, like, go out and tell somebody to, like, K-word themselves and be like, I'm in a bad mood. Like, my mom just, like, said this, was that, and the third. Like, no. You have to learn to control yourself, to control your emotions, and it's like I would understand if Bojack was thirteen or fourteen, but no, that man, that man has like that man has had fifty years to live and grow out of his trauma, and he just didn't. And then something that also irritated me was that thing where Diane had a therapist, and she kind of had like her own thing. She had her own thing going for her. She had her own therapist, her own person to talk to, and Bojack like completely came out and ruined that for her by taking that special person that she had to talk to and he only it was just interesting the way he only used the therapist when Diane was using her but then never took any of the therapist advice which was basically which is basically the main reason one would go to therapy but never took any of the therapist advice and then quit therapy when Diane quit therapy even though he needed it it's so interesting because he the way I don't know he 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 was basically only doing therapy to get close and to get intel on what she was telling the therapist in a way and that was that was so irritating to me especially since I want to become like a psychiatrist that was so irritating to me because it's like why would you take somebody's like outlet their safe their safe space essentially and taint taint it with your just toxicity basically um another thing also is so mr peanut butter i'm gonna do a character analysis because i feel like we never got enough analysis on mr peanut butter like i feel like the story always panned out to somebody else whenever it would come to mr peanut butter so i kind of want to do like an analysis of my own so Mr. Peanut Butter is like a lovable person. He's childlike. He enjoys to do child. He, he enjoys to do this. He enjoys childlike um, activities and 
just things in general, objects. Um, but the thing is, he's, as we know, his mother died, or as he likes to say, got got into a farm. His father died, or as he likes to say, got into a farm. And I feel like essentially his brother is in like a very depressive state because of that and because the brother knows that the brother only has like so much more time to live before he too dies and it's just Mr. Peanut Butter so it's kind of it's kind of interesting to kind of interesting to break him down as a character really because it's like at first you're like there's nothing wrong with Mr. Peanut Butter like he's just like happy-go-lucky but no you can tell like there's something there's something that just doesn't click with him and once I realized that Mr. Peanut was indeed in fact like 40 something if not 50 something and not 20 something I was like wait a minute but he like talks to women that are like 20 something and things of that matter and um basically y'all what I'm trying to say is he has mommy issues like his mom was never there in his life you know things of the map things of that matter it's just so interesting he's just him as a character is he's so comp- he's so complex but i feel like we just like take him out as this oh, i wouldn't even know where to begin let me let me go see if i can like find an article that summarizes him good so I just got done reading this analysis and basically they were saying like there's more than meets the eye like there's there's stuff going on like in emotionally and not like there's more than meets the eye basically and basically what that means is like he's going through stuff and I also remember an episode recently where he basically went on a tour for it was basically a press tour for like depression and awareness for all that stuff and he was kind of saying like people can be depressed and still like be happy and look happy and stuff like that and they just not know they're depressed and like he basically like took a second and he was like i may be depressed and i was thinking it was going to be a character breakthrough but i don't think it was a character breakthrough that they that i thought it was it might have been actually but i don't really know if it was or not but anyways I think I'm gonna wrap it up right here. I mean, I might record another part for this episode. I don't know. But for now, if I don't record another part for this episode, it was cute talking to y'all. This little short little episode. I haven't recorded a short episode in a while. But this little cute little short episode. Enjoyed talking to y'all. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. No, my water.